Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Well, I'm not surprised. A lot of us feel very, very strongly that it's unconstitutional to try to circumvent the voters uh, to call this a lottery game. Xanthan State Senator Bill Kalser, and that was earlier this month, uh, 1st of February, as I recall, which would make it two weeks ago today. Uh, bill on sports gambling in Georgia, the online sports gambling measure, uh, passed out of the Senate, but with a twist, and it was a late amendment from uh, Senator Kalser there. Uh, to turn this thing not into a simple piece of legislation, but into a proposed constitutional amendment. Send it over to the House that way. Uh, and just in a parliamentary matter, i uh, break it down for you really quickly here. Requires a two-thirds vote in the House. Send it back to the Senate, where it would also require a two-thirds vote. Should it get those things, should it clear those hurdles, would come to you, the voter, in November as a proposed constitutional referendum. A big hill to climb. And I said at the time, and again, this was two weeks ago, I said at the time that Senator Kessler, uh we're reading that he helped pass the bill. Uh, he may have helped kill the bill or the measure that would allow for online sports gambling in Georgia. That's my take on this. We'll see if it is shared uh, by Mike Griffin. Mike Griffin, the Georgia Baptist Missions Board uh, at the Capitol and a critic of any kind of gambling, online sports gambling or otherwise. Mike Griffin, thanks for your time this morning. Hey, thanks. Good to be with you, Tim. And again, I'm, I'm, I got the shovel. I'm throwing dirt on this thing. I think it's dead for another session. What do you see? Well, I believe the thing is being worked very heavily in the Senate to get senators to go along with it. And I don't know what all is being said and done, but, you know, there is movement. Um, this legislation passed unanimously uh, out of the uh, regulated industry, the utilities committee. Um, and so that was on Tuesday, I believe it was. And so what can happen now is that once it goes through the rules committee, it could actually be on the floor for a vote on Tuesday. And again, as you said, it's going to require two thirds. Uh, they only got 35 votes for the enabling legislation. They'll need 38. Uh, they only got 30 last year. There was five or six uh, folks that were excused that were not there when they voted the other day on what now is the enabling legislation because, you know, as you said, they added a constitutional amendment requirement to it. So I think it's probably at about a 50-50 chance of moving or not moving. And, of course, that's the Senate. What What's the read on the House? Well, my understanding is they're probably right now checking to see what that is, uh, seeing what kind of votes they've got. Um, you know, I really believe that probably over there a constitutional amendment is probably more favorable than trying to do what I've called an end around by just passing a law to make it legal through, uh, through the lottery. Um, and, again, uh, we'll just have to see how that goes because – as you know, it has to pass out of the Senate, both the enabling legislation and the constitutional amendment. Then it'll have to go through committee uh, in the House and then have to make it to the floor. Of course, all this has to be done you know, by crossover day, which will be at the end of the month. 
Yeah, there's a clock on this, and and I, and, and I listen, uh, Mike Griffin, Georgia Baptist Mission Board. I've been predicting for two years that this would pass, and it didn't. I, I'm I'm kind of starting to wonder if it ever will. Uh, your objections, and you've stated them frequently over the years, and often on this program. Your concerns that gambling, bad enough by itself, uh, leads to other things that are as bad or worse. Right. I mean, I agree with Todd Jones, who was in a press conference with me a couple of years ago. You know, uh, Representative Todd Jones was co-author of the uh, mental health bill that passed. And uh, in our press conference, he said that it's uh, intellectually dishonest to talk about the benefits of gambling without talking about the detriments. And so whether you want to take a high moral horse, which I'm not opposed to that, or you just want to look at the data, you know, that's pretty much just, um, you know, that's just based off of the fact that, you know, anytime you have any expansion of crime, of, of gambling, there's going to be problems with economics, crime, addiction, those types of things. I mean, goodness, you look at the American Psychiatric Association's Diagnostic and Statistical Manual of Mental Health Disorders. They classify gambling addiction on the same level of, you know, of heroin, opioids, and cocaine. Uh, and so, we, yes, we have it happening here. But that's one of the things that they're using to pass this. Many of the advocates, you know, it's already happening. And I said, yeah, we've got a fire blazing in our state. That is true. What should we do? Put gas or water on it? Uh, you're just going to make it worse. It's, it's showing that's already happened in Kentucky. I've got data from Europe where this stuff about, well, we're going to regulate it, tax it, and but it ends up being a placebo because even in the European situation over there, you know, sixty uh, percent of their income comes from the five percent problem gamblers. Uh, there's that. It's pretty much a sixty, a uh, you know, a eighty twenty ratio on on all these social moral issues. It's typically the largest amount of the income comes from the problem gamblers, which is pretty much. Uh, increased when you legalize. But could I not argue, Mike Griffin, Georgia Baptist Mission Board, everything you just described, uh, we're talking now this specific legislation, proposed constitutional amendment, as it were, would deal with, with the gambling I can do on my phone, online sports gambling there, uh, and the money going to the lottery-funded Hope College Scholarship. All of those problems you just outlined, the, the folks who become addicted to gambling, I can get just as addicted to a scratch-off ticket, can I? That's right. And again, we can't make the perfect, the enemy of the good, meaning just because we can't stop every single bit of gambling doesn't mean we shouldn't stop any additional gambling. So my point is we, we're just going to make it worse if we continue to legalize this thing. Georgia is the number one place to do business. Uh, we don't need sports betting. We don't need, which, by the way, even if I was forward on the economic standpoint, it's not going to really create the jobs like they say the casinos and the sport horse racing will do but again georgia doesn't need it it doesn't have to have it uh and even on from an economic standpoint i mean professor uh, uh kent professor grinnells uh, i know professor john kent they've testified under oath before congress that every dollar you raise costs three to five dollars of social expense back on the government the taxpayer you know the mental health uh departments whatever it doesn't even make it uh, financially. It's just going to make things even worse. Wouldn't we see, if that were actually the case, wouldn't we see states moving to get rid of it? And are any? Maybe I'm missing it. Well, I think you're going to start seeing that. You're going to start seeing there's already, I understand, 
some legal movement being taken toward the gambling industry that was taken toward uh, the smoking industry years ago to show that it's actually making things worse. Um, you've got so much of this AI and other things that are going on. I said for years, I've heard it said by uh, Les Burnell with Stop Predatory Gambling, that legalized gambling, predatory gambling is legalized fraud. You know, state-sponsored predatory gambling is legalized fraud. And by that, I mean gambling is what it is. It's gambling. You, the, the House is always going to win, and they're going to rig it in a way that they're always going to win. And, again, the most of the money does not come from the responsible gamblers. It comes from the problem gamblers, the addicted gamblers, the people that play all the time. And, again, we're just trying to keep from making it worse. Just because we've got it happening doesn't mean we want more of it. Uh, people are violating the speeding laws. I don't think we should remove the speed limits. Let me quickly. Uh, I think uh, we need to maintain them. Mike Griffin, George Baptist Mission Board. Let me quickly change gears, and I don't mean to sandbag you here, but I was asked to ask you about a, another <laughs> specific piece of legislation. If you're familiar, that's fine. If not, also fine. Uh, Senate Bill 501, who's giving us this? Uh, Randy Robertson, uh, Ben Harbin. Uh, d- 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 relating to American history recognition and significant documents so as to authorize elementary and secondary schools in Georgia to display the Ten Commandments. And, and again, elementary uh, schools, secondary schools, public schools in Georgia. I'm going to assume from the Georgia Baptist Missions Board you're good with this. Well, I, you know, I actually heard that in the hall the day before yesterday, I think it was, so I've not seen the bill. I just heard that it was out there. Um, I mean, we do have a legal means to display the Ten Commandments as long as it's with eight other historical documents. This was passed uh, back when Sonny Purdue was there, even mm-hmm. Nathan Deal update, updated that legislation uh, to be able to post them. And I think it's very good that that would happen. I think there's no doubt that we have, you know, basically lost our, uh, you know, moral um, uh, under, you know, the foundation is basically gone. I mean, you know, John Adams said our Constitution was made only for a moral and religious people. It is wholly inadequate to govern, uh, you know, wholly inadequate, should I say, Mm -hmm. to govern any other, meaning it's just we we basically need to restore a common moral code that will enable us to have a more civilized society. Mike Griffin, Georgia Baptist Mission, will very, very quickly circle back to something he said a moment ago regarding the gambling legislation. Wherever you are on the issue of gambling, however often you do it or never do it at all in your life, Mike Griffin, he's never said anything truer than what he just said. The House always wins. Never forget that. Yeah, you put some money in your pocket. <laughs> the House always wins. Mike Griffin, best of luck with the rest of the session. Thanks for your time this morning. Hey, thank you. God bless you, buddy. Good to be with you anytime. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.